Are you an infection preventionist who wants to gain practical skills while improving your program? Then I have a message for you. My name is Missy Travis, and I help new IPs go from novice to expert without ever leaving their desk. I've spent the past several years working as a certified infection preventionist, and now I want to help others learn to manage their program by connecting the dots with insight and experience. In short, I want to be your mentor. A mentor provides insider information that you just can't get from a book. If you are serious about starting your role as an infection preventionist, join me here on the IP Mentor Podcast each week where I will provide relevant information that you can implement in your own program. Welcome to the IP Mentor Podcast. Have you wondered what it would be like to start the year off like an expert? If so, today's episode is for you. I'm Missy Travis, a certified infection preventionist and the creator of the IP Mentor educational series. Today, we are going to conclude our discussion on kicking off 2022 like an expert. So stay tuned as I teach you practical tips and skills for becoming an expert IP. Welcome back to the IP Mentor podcast. I'm Missy Travis and I'm your host today and this is our last session of kicking off 2022 like an expert and I'm a little sad about it. I have enjoyed doing this session. I hope that um, that this has been helpful for you. Um, I know it's it's hard starting off a new year. I, I love a new year. Personally, I love starting new and, you know, making all the plans for the new year. But I also realize that it's difficult, especially if you are a new infection preventionist. It's hard to know where to start. And so that's what I've tried to provide over the last six weeks is just giving you different touch points for how to start off a new year and how an expert would start off the new year. Um, It takes a long time to become an expert in infection prevention and a lot of it is trial and error. You try something, it works well, you try something that doesn't work well, so you go back and regroup and you try again. And so these are really some of the best strategies that I've been sharing with you on how I would start off the new year in infection prevention. So I really hope that these have made a difference in your practice. So this is session six. You made it to the final session. We have covered so much over the past five weeks. And I know that if you implement each one of the strategies that I've discussed each week, that you will have a more successful 2022. And I am excited for you to start this year off right. So what are we going to talk about in this final session? We are going to talk about your professional goals. And this is so important. I know I've said that in every session, everything I've talked about is important. But I want for you to be thinking about what are your professional goals this year? Um, I've said this a couple of times throughout this series. If you don't set your intentions and your goals for the year, you will wake up and it will be July and half the year is gone 
and you haven't accomplished all the things that you want to accomplish. And you're not alone. That has happened to me too many years to count that I've gotten distracted by other things and half the year is gone and I really haven't been intentional. I haven't completed all the things that I wanted to complete. So I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to start thinking about it right now. So you might be thinking, okay, what are some professional goals that I should pursue this year? So here's a couple of ideas. If you are not certified in infection control yet, I encourage you to start working on that. Um, you know, and the first step might just be going to the CIVIC website and looking to see what are the criteria for you to get certified. So go there first, look to see what the criteria are. Do you meet any of the criteria yet? Or what else do you need to do to start moving towards getting that certification? If you meet the criteria, maybe it's just that you need to set an appointment to take the test or you need to recertify if you're already certified, um, but start investigating that. So that's gonna be step one. Let's just see where you are in the process. Do you need to start, what do you need to start working on right now? Um, another thing, another goal that you can think about this year, um, if you can't get certified yet, um, is the CDC trained courses and certification. This is really valuable if you work in a long-term care setting. Um, I would say overall, I think it's a valuable course, but it definitely is geared towards people in long-term care. But even if you're not in long-term care, there's lots of valuable information and tools in that training, and it is free. And at the end, you do get a certification for completing that course. So I would recommend that even if you don't do long-term care and you're wanting to try to get some type of certification and just get some more infection prevention education, I would look into that as well. Look that up. Look to see um, you know, when you can get started on that. It does take a bit of time to complete, but you can go at your own pace. And so it's something that you could even set a goal. I'm going to do so many courses per week and you can get that knocked out. I would say um, even over several weeks, or if you just want to take off a couple of days and just focus on that, you could probably get that done quickly. APIC membership. If you're not a member yet of APIC, I would encourage you to become a member, not only of the national APIC, but also of your local chapter. For two reasons, I recommend the local chapter. One, because I think it's important to um, network with people who live in your community um, and that are dealing with the same type of populations and they live in the same climate. You can really learn a lot from the people. The second reason is, is many times you can find a mentor in that group. If you have followed me for any amount of time, you know that I'm very supportive of you finding a mentor um, in infection prevention. Um, if, you've, if you're already an APIC member, and maybe you've been an APIC member for a little while, your goal can be to move up to being a board member for your local APIC chapter. Um, you know, most of the time, most APIC chapters are always looking for volunteers to be on the board. Um, to serve in one of the positions or just to be um, a general board member. So I encourage you to check that out. If you've been an APIC member for a couple of years, now it's time to step up and do something more. Um, if you've never done any of the APIC training, some of the introductory 
courses. They have some great introductory courses. Um, I would recommend that you look into those to see if that's something that you want to pursue this year, if you have the budget for it, if you have the time to do it. Um, maybe you're looking to get your bachelor's or your master's degree. Um, you know, they are offering more tracks now in infection prevention, if that's something you want to pursue, or perhaps you're just wanting to get your bachelor's degree or master's degree in another field that complements infection prevention, such as public health or nursing, if you're not already a nurse. Um, I would make a goal to attend one of the big national conferences. You know, the two big ones for infection prevention are APIC and SHEA. Um, so thinking about attending one of those, I know now they are offering a lot more virtual options. And so it makes it definitely more attainable because you don't have to worry about traveling. That saves on expense, that saves on your time. And so it's definitely a goal that is much more attainable if before it was holding you back because of the cost and the travel um, definitely check into that now where you would only have to pay for the registration and then just have to spend the time during the virtual training. And so I can say last year I did a virtual training. I did the virtual APEC and a lot of those courses you could watch for a year after. Um, so you could go back and watch the recordings and that made it very helpful. And so um, I would not hesitate at all to recommend um, doing the virtual conference. I thought it was very helpful. Um, attend another infection prevention conference. Sometimes uh, states offer conferences. Sometimes you can go to um, OSHA conferences um, or other regulatory conferences like the Joint Commission or if you have um, another regulatory body that is offering a conference. Those are almost always valuable um, to attend, especially if it's one for your state where they're going to be focusing specifically on things for your state. I find that those are oftentimes helpful. And then finally, find a mentor in infection prevention. I've talked about this a lot, especially if you are new to infection prevention. It is so important to have a mentor. Um, I had mentors when I first started off and I've been doing infection prevention now for over 20 years and I still have mentors. I still have people who have been doing it longer than I have. And it's so valuable to have those people in your careers that can help guide your practice and really um, give you, if nothing else, just a sounding board. Because let's be honest, it can get lonely sometimes in infection prevention, especially if you're doing this by yourself. And so I really encourage that you find a mentor. Just like all the other lists that I've been giving you throughout this series, um, this is not an all-inclusive list, but hopefully it will give you some ideas. I really just want to give you some ideas to think about. You may already have some goals that you've set, and that's great, but this might give you some other ideas that you haven't thought about. It's so important for you to continue to grow professionally as an infection preventionist, so set some goals put them on the calendar. You will thank me later, especially when you wake up and it's July and you are already working on some of these goals. 
Um, if you're just now joining the, um, this series and you want to go back and listen to the other sessions, I have put those in the show notes for this uh, podcast episode. And so you can go back and listen to all of those. And also, if you subscribe to my podcast, you'll know every time that I release a new um, podcast episode. And so you can keep up with um, where we are in terms of the podcast. I've also um, put some links to my website in the show notes um, if you want to see what's going on on my website or if you want to connect with me in other ways. All of that's going to be listed in the show notes and I would love for you um, to continue to join me on the podcast and also reach out to me if you have any other questions on my website. So that is the end of kicking off 2022 like an expert. I hope that this has been a valuable series for you. Please leave me feedback and let me know if this has been helpful. And I just want to encourage you to continue on as an infection preventionist. I know um, that it's not an easy job and I just want to affirm you and just um, really encourage you and praise you for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. I hope to, that you will join me again next week. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. I am here to help you increase your infection prevention IQ as well as gain insights about infection prevention that you won't hear from anywhere else. So I hope to have you back here next week.